Hello and welcome. Color Topics is City Theatrical's new podcast series featuring some of the most unique lighting professionals in the entertainment lighting business, ranging from every sector of light, from film, television, theater, dance, music, themed entertainment, art, and architecture. Hosted by City Theatrical General Manager Al Crawford, the Color Topics Light Conversations podcast series explores the lives of amazing practitioners of light with the goal of discussing their careers, projects, favorite tools, and vision for the future of the lighting industry. Hello, everyone. Al Crawford here, General Manager of City Theatrical. We are super excited today for our very first podcast. Uh, Our podcast name is Color Topics, Conversations on Lighting. Uh, It will be an ongoing conversation throughout the year uh, with a variety of lighting practitioners, designers, gaffers, technicians, uh, students, artists, uh, that we believe um, really have something interesting to share. Uh, super excited today our, for our very first episode is Carl- Carlos Torres. Uh, Carlos is a gaffer on the West Coast. Uh, he works with our company um, in a variety of ways, uh, which we will get to in detail as we talk more. Uh, and uh, we're super excited to have Carlos on the call. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning. How are you? Very, very well. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you this morning uh, and to, to have you be our first um, episode of Color Topics. Uh, pleasure to be here. I'm uh, very excited about this. <laughs> okay, good. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, uh, your role, kind of where you're living, how long you've had, uh, you've been working in this uh, particular uh, um, genre and, you know, different things you're working on? Yeah, sure. No, uh, what I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and I've become uh, a naturalized Californian now. So, so <laughs> I've, I've been here since 1985, and uh, working basically in and out of different fields of uh, the entertainment industry, uh, mostly TV and film. I I started actually in a uh, rental house where I became the operations manager. So I was working uh, in, in that uh, field at a very high level for about six years. And uh, I, I eventually made ties with people in the industry that I worked with closely and was able to uh, change into what I'm doing now. I, I joined 728 back in probably, uh, I think it was 1991. So I believe this is my 30th, uh, 31st year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. So uh, time flies, by the way. It sure does. <laughs> it's like a blink of an eye. But yeah. uh, in any case, uh, that's basically what got me behind the scenes, you know, working at that rental house and then uh, the networking the people who were already in the union, and I uh, was able to jump right in, basically. Very cool. Uh, what What do you enjoy about this industry? Uh, what do you like about being a gaffer? Uh, well, the, when I when I'm a gaffer, I can be creative uh, with lighting, uh, not only with uh, techniques but with tools. Uh, 
it's also a supervisory position. So I get to, um, I'm the head of my department basically. And uh, the camaraderie, you know, I, I always think to myself, uh, what am I gonna do? Uh, what lasts after, after this, when I retire? And what lasts are my relationships, you know? So uh, I believe just getting to know people and building relationships uh, mm -hmm. throughout all this. Yeah, I, I, I would say, um, and you tell me if you think this is accurate, even uh, post COVID, the relationships uh, as part of our industry became even stronger in many ways. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you actually are calling people up and asking them how they're feeling and yeah. meaning it, you know, like, hey, are you OK? And uh, in normal, uh, the normal work relationships, you, you get to see them on a daily basis. So you kind of know how they are and you can, you know, but you actually have to reach out to them uh, during COVID. And you didn't get to see them. So it it created a little bit stronger bond, I believe. Yeah, I have to say, and tell me if you think this is accurate. You know, I feel like the lighting industry in general um, is pretty compassionate, right, with with each other as colleagues. Uh, I think more so than many other industries. Um, no offense to our friends in sound and scenic, and et cetera, but I always felt like right. the lighting industry has always really had each other's backs. I agree with I agree with that. The the only thing. Um, the rental business can be pretty cutthroat. Yeah. You know, but there again, it's the relationships that make the difference. So you can um, cut through a lot of red tape. You can uh, make decisions based on your relationships and, and, and good business decisions because yeah. of the, your networking and the people you know. So um, that would be the only case where I'd say, where, hey, you know, these guys will undercut you, you know, but. That's business too. So, absolutely, you know. But, but you know, kindness. I always say, uh, you know, sprinkle that stuff everywhere. <laughs> right. Absolutely. You can do a good business deal and still be kind. You know. One hundred percent. That's that's actually what I do. Yeah. I mean, one hundred percent. That's the only way I do it. I, I, you know, I can't do it any other way. Yeah. So you know, thirty years. Wow. Uh, in the early nineties, uh, joining seven twenty eight. Um, were you, uh, did you always have a vision of being a gaffer or working in film and television or was light the thing that got you going kind of what inspired you? And ultimately now, you know, are you influenced by anyone or any certain thing, uh, in your work? Well, uh, so that's interesting. I came out here to be an actor originally. Hmm. And after doing, uh, that for a period of time, I, uh, realized, you know, I have to make a living and this is harder than I thought. So uh, when, I, when I got into Hollywood Rental, which was the rental company I started with, then I realized, okay, there's some work here I could do behind the scenes and I, and I actually like it. And the owner of Hollywood Rental at that time was uh, a big time Hollywood gaffer. His name is Doug Pentec. And he took me under his wing and gave me uh, my real look at uh, film and TV lighting. You know, he he suggested um, some books to read. I started taking um, still shots with uh, film uh, that was normally used 
uh, in a film camera. And then that's when I started to discover what light does and how to use it, you know? So he was the beginning of that. He's the one who kind of mentored me towards that and, and being an electrician and being a gaffer because mm -hmm. he was a gaffer, you know? Did he see your success? Um, he has uh, long since retired and I I don't think he's living anymore, but um, he know I I made it in and I was doing well. You know yeah. what I mean. So he, <laughs> it was a definitely a, a good thing. You know. Yeah, I always try to. You know, uh, I certainly in many ways have um, a, you know a parallel kind of mentor early on that inspired me, and you know I think it's really important that uh, as success happens that we remind them. Um, that uh you know they they made a big influence i think you know people like that uh it really does go a long way you know yeah absolutely um when i my first uh gaffing job my first real uh union gaffing position i i stepped up from uh best boy on a tv series called babylon 5 mm -hmm. And the DP there was a man named John Flynn III. And he, a uh, classic um, lighting director of photography. Uh, and he is where, this show is where I really honed those skills, you know, where I really, because um, he was demanding, you know, and um, fair, but demanding. Yeah. And um, uh, that's where the, technique really came together and the and my eye you know being able to see it uh he's the one that really showed me um all that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. um so since then which i forget when even when that series was running but um that's basically how long i've been gaffing from yeah. from there till now yeah. you know your story um you know is unique i think in that, you know, a lot of people now they think the path to uh, a successful career in lighting or in film is, you know, to go to school or go to college and train. Um, you know, largely your story was uh, maybe uh, pivot when you saw a challenge in, you know, where you thought you were going. And then ultimately learning from an artisan, learning from a master. Um, you know, I feel like there is a tradition in, in our, uh, in lighting and theater of stagehands who, pass on uh that uh info that skill um that knowledge uh and I, I love that i wish i hope that that continues uh that people see that there are different paths to um a successful career in learning the craft uh, i agree 100 percent. there's uh there's nothing like uh you can't teach experience mm. and uh, there's nothing like being there on the spot with a combination of uh, a vision. Uh, there's also pressure. Uh, so you are, uh, you need to succeed, you know, you need to. So uh, it's important. And then that learning experience becomes uh, a little more, I, I think, a little more ingrained, you know, it becomes a, a little more uh, ingrained in your brain. You know? So you're, you're like, you have to do it. So you learn it. And yeah. that's that's you know. great. Um, what's uh, just talk about some projects and things that you've worked on. Uh, are there any particular things that you're uh, 
you know, that stand out at you as uh, highlights of your career or cornerstones, uh, projects in film or television? Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought about that uh, question. And the first thing that pops into my head is that I had an opportunity. Um, I was working as uh, a lamp operator on a movie called, it was Alien 4. Mm-hmm. And uh, the director of photography was Darius Kunji. And um, I was what they call the eye light man. And I'm, you know, just to give a little uh, uh, reference to that, uh, when lighting subjects in a certain environment, uh, like Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. uh, they might need a little more help uh, and so someone stands, literally stands by the camera with a light shining it in her eyes, right? So I was the eye light man on this film, and Darius was uh, very particular about uh, where I should be standing and how far away I should be. And he gave me, um, like, direction uh very very specific and i was getting a little annoyed right mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, told him, I told him darius you know i know what i'm doing i yeah. got it right and he says you don't know my negative carlos you don't know <laughs> and i said i'm like well then show me right like uh-huh. show me what you're talking about because at that time he was doing this uh process with his film and it was um unique you know he was uh and that's what made him popular so uh i uh he literally took me to dailies and showed me what he was talking about uh-huh. and uh so then from that point on we moved on into uh more filming you know the rest of the movie and he trusted me mm-hmm. And I was, uh, there were no more discussions about where I was to be standing or, or where the light was. You know, he, it was something that um, I thought was like really cool of a, of a guy at this high level, you know, talking to me at that point where I was just like a guy, you know, and uh-huh. I, uh, that was a big, big experience on a, on a big film, uh, you know, for the very first time. And I, and it, it gave me confidence also, you know. You know, there's a trust factor there that happens between uh, a director or a cameraman, an artist, a lighting designer, lighting director, or gaffer, right? Once you yep. you understand each other's vocabularies, um, you know, you, you always want to put that crew together again because you've already established, uh, you know, you now know what that eye light looks like and how what, what the expectation is, you know, without speaking, which is powerful. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's a... Uh... Uh, I think there's a famous close-up in this uh, movie of Winona Ryder. I don't know if you've ever seen it or, or watched the film, but it's just beautiful. I mean, one of the most beautiful close-ups I've ever seen or, or been a part of. It would be worth checking out. Definitely. Maybe we'll find a screenshot of it for uh, the uh, online version of this uh, podcast. We'll see if we can, we yeah. can grab, well, you grab can. a screenshot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as we think about the tools, uh, we've talked a lot about the relationships. Uh, if we, as we think about some of the things that you use to do your job successfully, you know, we've gotten super high tech in film. Um, you know, film started out as being fairly low tech in many ways, but uh, now there's 
uh, a bunch of different things that that uh, allow uh, uh, storytellers to be able to create. Um, you know, what do you see right now as being the future of lighting? Oh, there's no doubt uh, that we are um, invested in LEDs. Mm-hmm. You know, so it will continue, and um, I see it already. It's like incremental how how it grows year to year. Not even not even a year. You know, it seems like every six months there's something new that's uh, brought out to the market, and um, so yeah, absolutely going to be LED lighting once uh, once it grows to the point where um, we can uh, start using bigger units because uh, we're still using HMIs outside. You know, mm-hmm. there's no there's no getting around that right now anyway. But I do see a future where um, even the HMI lights uh, will be uh, antiques and there'll be some sort of big LED light out there doing the job. You know, somebody's working on it. I have no doubt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, you, uh, you know, you are a self-proclaimed um, advocate of uh, our technology here at City Theatrical, and we do appreciate that. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about how you first discovered uh, City Theatrical products? And quite specifically, I know that you use the Multiverse Studio Kit um, on Everything's Going to Be Okay uh, Season 2. You know, anything you can just tell us a little bit about that experience? Yep. Uh, the it was interesting the way it started. Okay, so um, I get a call. I'm actually going to be, I was asked to best boy with a friend of mine, another gaffer, uh, Justin Stroh. Yeah, we He's, know Justin very well. Yep. And uh, I, he was telling me that the the DP on this wanted to use this thing called multiverse and it wasn't explained very well to me. <laughs> and I thought to myself, why are we complicating things? What is this new stuff? You know, and <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and then one day I came in uh, and in prep and Gary Fails was there. I have no idea who he is, right? And he introduces himself, I introduce myself, and he and we start talking about what this does. And uh, the more he explained it to me and the more we talked, the more I thought, okay, this is really cool stuff and uh, better than what we're using, right? Uh, so uh that got that got me kind of interested and um i said well we're gonna try it right so we had the original uh uh basically it's the node that's in the Mm -hmm. uh studio kit now and we uh used it it worked very well the logistics of using it had to be worked out. Like we were making things up to make it work with the lights we we're using, mm-hmm. just uh, using adapters. It wasn't anything hard or or really complicated. It was just something that we had to put together. And once it was done and all the guys knew how to, how to do it, it became kind of commonplace and everybody could just, okay, 
put a multiverse on that mm -hmm. light over there. And it was pretty fast and easy. Uh, it was just getting to that point. And then um, I worked with Gary and, uh, and you guys uh, on trying to develop it and how could we make it better, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually they came out with uh what we're using today and i was sent a kit and that was the first kit i got to work with on um everything's going to be okay you know season two and it was fantastic i couldn't i couldn't believe how uh it was trimmed down exactly what we had talked about it looked great um you know people using it, it was so easy to use uh the guys there was no real um learning curve mm -hmm. it was it was pretty simple once once you're shown and you you got it that's it 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 works and um on that particular show and i think i mentioned it um in that article that i had no dropouts i mean literally 100 percent uh no dropouts and, yeah well i so, will say that you know it is super important that we uh you know we listen to our customers particularly in the process of product development uh you know we cannot create product in a bubble um and uh the you know the the um kind of feedback that you were able to provide during that uh growth of multiverse period was invaluable in many ways um and i'm glad to to hear that uh, a lot of the things that um, you gave feedback on were refined uh, and created as part of the final product. Um, you know, we we do our absolute best to listen and uh, and not just listen on deaf ears, but to react to um, the needs of our customer every day. Um, and uh, uh, hopefully, we will we will always continue that trend. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, now you, your longtime relationship with City Theatrical, uh, there's a next chapter that I do want to touch base on here. Um, you are uh, you are not only using the product out in the field uh, in your professional gaffer experience, uh, but you are now becoming a City Theatrical distributor, a dealer on the West Coast, um, and that is wonderful. You know we uh, we have some uh, really amazing users out on the West Coast that need a point of contact. Um, for information, for product, for ease of purchasing. Uh, and we couldn't think of a better partner to work with as a dealer on the West Coast than you, Carlos. Well, thanks. I, uh, I'm i very excited about that aspect also. Um, so far, I what, what I'm able to do out here is literally take the, these products with me to work. So I'm able to show them immediately. They can they can touch them, uh, use them, and uh, see what what we're talking about. Uh, and you know, there's no need to make an appointment with people to say, "Hey, um, you know, would you like to check this out?" But I well, I have it right here. You don't have to make an appointment. Yep. I'll just show it to you, and you can actually use it right now, which is a a, a great thing. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm happy to do it. No, I think it's going to be uh, a very unique kind of dealership. Um, and, uh, you know, with your experience and background um, 
and relationship with the end users and partnership with them. Um, you know, I wish you the absolute best. You know that we'll have your back along the way. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, you know, a couple, uh, you know, we're coming up on the end here. I, I would love to do a little quick fire with you, if that's okay. This is, uh, I haven't prepped you for this, and and I did that on purpose. Um, and it's really uh, just a, a quick answering of, uh, you know, yes or no, or uh, one or the other. Are you ready for it? Yep. Okay, don't think too much. L.A. or New York? L.A. LEDs are discharge in gel. LEDs, yeah. Mm. Digital or analog? Oh, gosh. I've been forced into the digital world. You know, <laughs> I, I just... Do you have, have a record player at home, though? You go home and... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I... Do your best to remember what it's like to have an analog life. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I was so into it at that time, too. Was, yeah. I had an album collection that was amazing. <laughs> uh, shorts or pants? Shorts. You're from L.A. You get to wear shorts. Yeah. Uh, sushi yeah. or pizza? Pizza. You got good pizza in L.A.? Uh, not really. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't think I so. <laughs> Couple of good places, but you know, it's the same thing as like trying to find a cheesesteak yeah, over here. It's, that's it's real right. hard to find. Yep. PC or Mac? Mac. Mm. Multiverse or Lumen Radio? <laughs> Multiverse 100%. That Excellent. Radio creep out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. We mean nothing but love to our friends at uh, AC Lighting. So. <laughs> um it's all in good in good love i promise you so yeah yeah so carlos thank you so much for your time you know uh we really appreciate uh you sharing your experience um your knowledge uh your experience with our products uh to our listeners and our customers uh you know our customers mean everything to us um uh, you have been one uh you'll now have your own city theatrical customers as uh you develop your your um company and, uh, you know, we uh, just want to say thank you so much for taking the time this morning to talk with me. Hey, it's been my pleasure. I'm, I'm very excited about the future. And uh, I think we're going to do very well. As we say here uh, at City every day, let's go get them. Okay, let's go get them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a great day, Carlos. Thank you for joining us for the premiere episode of Color Topics. Please join us next month for another exciting conversation with one of our customers and collaborators. Have a great day.